Hello and welcome to the My RV Ninja podcast. I'm your host, James Upham, your lead RV ninja who helps you karate chop your way into the RV lifestyle. It is my belief that everyone who buys RVs should be empowered with all the tools necessary to receive a great price and a great experience. This show provides tips for the RV lifestyle and reveals how RV research, education, and experience can help you buy or sell RVs without being taken advantage of. The most important things in life are relationships, and RVs really can be relationship investments. If you enjoyed today's show, you can find out more at MyRVNinja.com. Hey everybody, James here, your RV Ninja at MyRVNinja.com. Hey, this is part two for our two-part series of traveling, RVing with pets. How do you know this is video two? I'm on the other side of the camera. So, may or may not be wearing the same shirt. I still don't know what this is. But, uh, hey, I'm just glad to be able to talk to you again about some other suggestions about traveling with pets. If you saw from the first video, you'll notice that I gave five, I think at least five suggestions or things to consider uh, when it comes to traveling with pets, something we learn the hard way, um, but also something that we hope will be helpful for you if you decide to get in your RV and travel with your furry friends. Uh, so I want to pick up from there and give you a few more suggestions, um, and uh, hopefully they'll be helpful. One of the things that we learned uh, with our dog, now we don't have a very big dog, and you know I said yesterday, I was joking, but kind of true you know our dog barely passes as a dog but it is a canine <laughs> so um our dog um has to get haircuts all the time because um you know it's a shih tzu and the shih tzu is one of those breeds where you know they need a little grooming and one of the things that we learned is to get some sort of dry shampoo or conditioner to help because there are parts of the country where um, you have certain parks and campgrounds where they won't let you wash your dog. Uh, and of course, our dog is small enough, we could throw, throw her in the shower and wash her up real good. But, you know, dry shampoo or conditioner or something to help them smell a little better clean and then uh, use your, your brush to go through and clean up uh, your furry friend. That's been pretty helpful. It's something very simple, but something we learned along the way. In addition to that, another idea that we had is we brought wet wipes with us. Those are great for wiping the paws uh, as your as your furry friend decides to come back into your RV. It's also good for wiping heinies if you need to. Can I say that? Um, the reason is simple. Sometimes, especially with long-eared dogs, if you're in a hurry or something gets around, the last thing you want for them to do is bring back um, their business into the coach. And if it happens and you realize it, while you're driving down the road, that may or may not have happened before they smear everything everywhere. Sounds gross, but just get some wet wipes. Have them at your disposal so that uh, they are ready for you. Um, those are always good to have with kids too, by the way, that are still in diapers. Um, so something to think about there. Uh, another thought that we have is, and we learned the hard way, we typically will crate our dog. She loves her crates. That's where she sleeps and she it's her sanctuary, for lack of a better term. Uh, and then one of our trips, we forgot to, I think I said twips, <laughs> one of our trips, we forgot to bring um, her crate with us. And we were already an hour into the trip and we said, you know what, we'll just, we'll make do. Um, so one of the nights when we were traveling, we actually stayed outside of the RV. Uh, we stayed at a hotel and it was a beautiful night, very cool. We were able to keep her in the RV 
um, and not bring her into the hotel. And um, long story short, we woke up the next day, and because you know, Genius decided to, to put her in uh, a room with the door closed, uh, she decided to try to scratch her way through. Uh, so that was a fun repair. <laughs> so yes, bring the crates if they're crated, or just bring their dog bed, anything that makes them feel comfortable if you are sleeping in your RV or if you have to be uh, sleeping outside of your RV. Now, a lot of you have an RV and you think, well, why? Or you want an RV and you think, why would you sleep outside of your RV, meaning not actually using it to sleep? And that's the whole point, right? Well, sometimes you can be displaced. Sometimes there's repairs and there's things that happen on the road. And if you have to go to a dealership, uh, make sure that uh, you know, you're know you prepared for that in case you have to leave the dog there. And they, because the um, you know, the hotel won't allow for it. Um, as a side note, that's one of the things to think about. If you want to go on these trips and you have the dog with you and you've done all the other steps and recommendations that we've made, um, it's not a bad idea to know that where you'll be staying just to kind of see what's available. A lot of hotels today for an extra charge, 25, 30 bucks or so, uh, you can pay to have your uh, your pet come into your room with you. So it's really not that big of a deal anymore, but some are very strict on not letting that happen. So what are you going to do? Um, and if you do need to leave the dog in the RV, I don't think most dealerships will let you do that. Uh, but you got to be thinking about where you can go, how you can make that happen. Um, in the event that, uh, the hotels immediately surrounding you don't uh, allow for dogs. So just something to think about. You know, I would say, too, that as part of that, as you're traveling, make sure you call ahead and know what is and what is not allowed when it comes to pets. Certain parks, certain campgrounds, certain parks won't even let you bring in dogs, but, um, you know, certain campgrounds will say, yes, there's an extra fee. It's uh, dog friendly, but then they may or may not let you have certain breeds uh, with, you know, are deemed more aggressive breeds. Uh, oh, interesting side note, by the way, we had an English bulldog before, and I learned watching the Westminster Dog Show one Saturday afternoon when there was nothing else on. That that is actually uh, the Bulldogs and the English Bulldog, you know, uh, particularly is a non-sporting breed. And I knew that to be absolutely true when we had ours. But I don't know what breed our Coco, I mean, I know what breed she is, but I don't know what category she is. But anyway, it'd be like a cat-dog category in my opinion, if I had the chance and the luxury to name it. So anyway, think about that. Make sure that you know that uh, whether or not your your dogs especially or your animals can go into the campgrounds with you because that'll really put a damper on your trip if you find that you get all the way to some place and then they don't allow pets. So something to think about there. Um, I mentioned this earlier on the previous video that you know you want to stop every couple hours if you can and make sure that you do lots of walks. Before we go on a long trip or if we're traveling through the day, I will make sure that I take the dog, uh, our dog Coco, and just walk and walk and walk as long as I as long as I can, as long as I, as much time as I have, just to really tire her out. Um, that's really good for the dog. It also helps the, the stress levels go down as she's traveling. Look, she loves to travel. You can see in the, in the picture here uh, behind me that, uh, you know, this was something I shared on the last video. She loves to sit right up front there. She loves the traveling, but the walking and the exercise is certainly, certainly help. helpful, I think, for not only for you, but also for her. Um, listen, that's pretty much it. Uh, oh, wait, sorry, I had one more. Make sure that you've got an area there where you can put your leash and harness and or harness next to the door so you have easy access i can't believe i almost forgot this one this one is huge for us make sure it's there there's a hook or something there that you have on your rv that you can very easily very quickly get the leash for a few reasons the first is in case there's an accident about to happen 
and you need to rush out the door and you don't have your leash and you're trying to find it, you want to make sure that uh, it is there for you. Um, the other thing is, too, is that in case, God forbid, there's an emergency, um, there's a, a bad storm um, or there's something happening, the, there's a fire somewhere or something that you need to get out of your RV. Um, even though if there's a fire in your RV, you could, you know, to heck with a leash. But if there's something happening on the campground or the park and you got to get out in a hurry, you want to make sure that you are able to uh, bring Fluffy with you without losing them in the process or in the panic. So, oh yeah, forgot that one. That's a big one. Make sure there's some place to have a leash or a harness. You know, a lot of harnesses today, when you have your dogs especially, will have little pockets and areas where you can put emergency supplies or stuff like there that's on for the dog. If they have medication, whatnot, you could actually put it in the harness. And it's always good to have that handy too. Okay, well, that's it. I appreciate your time. We're going to come back to you again next week with at least two videos, maybe three, on another theme that uh, you're going to have to tune in and find out about. Hopefully, this information is helpful. If there's anything I can do for you, please don't hesitate to reach out to me, and we'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Take care.